Welcome to the Writer's Room on Run Radio. I'm Trina Wilcox. My guest today, Nancy Bordine. Welcome. Thank you. I'm, I'm really pleased to be here. Glad to have you. We realize we've both been on some similar podcasts, and that's exciting. You've also got this book that you're promoting, and you've been writing for a while now. So talk about your process, how long you've been writing, how long you've made that more of your full-time gig, and all that kind of thing, just your path and journey. I really enjoyed writing in high school. I had a blast in my creative writing class, but my, my career path was nursing. So I went to school to become a nurse. And then as a nurse became um, a certified nursing educator. So my writing in my adulthood was just a little sporadic during my nursing career. I would write articles for the paper, local paper, local presses, local magazines and such. But I really didn't get started into serious writing until about 20 years ago. We won a weekend at a bed and breakfast in a raffle, my husband and I. And it was this gorgeous old Victorian home overlooking one of the bays on the Great Lakes. And it had all these really unique outbuildings and, and quite a history to it. So we were allowed to explore and it sparked the idea of writing this book about someone who would have stayed at that inn. And uh, so that was about 20 years ago. And then with my retirement and the pandemic, I started attending writers' conferences. So that was when things started to get serious about writing and I dusted off a book I had written years ago um, for children about quilts. I write about quilts because I was the quilt lady for the area school system for about a dozen years. And they say, write what you know. So that's what started me on that path. And then the pandemic got me more into an interest in actually getting published. And that is how What Do You See came to be at this time. Okay, so let's talk about that. I've, I've, done some narration for kids books i've written a kids book and that is such an interesting age group because there are such sponges and talk about your your decision and your writing process for kids my writing process for children is heavily influenced by my role as an educator mm-hmm. so i wanted to put out a book that would you know, make a difference. And I believe that children are definitely sponges, as you said, and that they are the prime age to open their minds to things like diversity, inclusion, and empathy. So my book is actually about quilts, but the learning activities in it are a springboard for discussions about appreciating diverse input and opportunities to practice being inclusive. So that's how my, this particular book focuses on those, um, those attributes and developing those attributes in the four to seven year old range. What's changed for you from when you kind of starting, started doing some of your own writing and then the creative writing 
And then you started taking some of the classes and did your style change? Did you feel like it really just added a whole lot at once or was it a slow process? Um, starting to attend the writers conferences was just this huge um, influx of creativity and awareness of what, you know, how to write a book that's going to be marketable. I formed a writing group with some of the women that I wrote at this writing conference and we get together and share ideas and share progress and share insights we've gained from other sources. That has really helped to enrich my book. I met a writing coach at one of the conferences and she just was amazing in how she opened my mind to think other things that my book could do other than just being a picture book, how my book could really become an education tool. Oh, and, really? and, and that was really fun. I really yeah. enjoyed doing that and creating learning activities that are in my book and learning activities that you connect, you could connect to with a, a, a scannable code in my book. How do you kind of keep notes on putting that together? Oh, I'm, I'm, my workspace here is just yeah. loaded with notes and I refer back to them often and they are my touchstones to keep me on track with what I want to be able to, where I want this book to go and, and what I want this book to do. Cool. Um, let's see, talk about publishing. How did you decide what route you were going to go. And I, I always like to encourage writers that are, are about to take on that journey to make sure they have as much information as they can. So I'm going to let you kind of speak to that. Oh, sure. Um, publishing and writing are two very different things. Um, the writing is fun. I love the creative process. The publishing thing was just not in my wheelhouse. And so I had to learn so much about that. So I would advise anyone who's interested in turning their writing into a publication to really study the process and learn from others and, you know, find other people who are in the process and can help guide you along the way. That was super, super helpful to me. And the marketing has been the hardest part. Yes. I, I, I'm not, it's not in my blood. It's not who I am. But if I want my book to be what I want it to be, I've had to learn to be a marketer. And there's so much information about that and, and people who are willing to share that with aspiring writers that um, tap into those resources. It, it has made the world of difference and it has helped me to be a better marketer so that my book can do better what I want it to do. What's a, a tip that you can share about marketing that you've learned along the way that we should be doing as indie authors? I think the most important thing is to know who your audience is. Okay. And you'll learn how to identify your audience by going to 
webinars and conferences and meeting with other writers and then really targeting your marketing towards your audience. That's um, know your audience is the most important thing I would advise uh, a writer. So in the process of gaining knowledge, you've taken classes, but you've also had some life experience. You've been foster parents, you and your husband, to a lot of kids. So that's probably helped you to fill the, fill the cup so you have a lot to pour into your books. Talk about that. Um, my husband and I were foster parents to about a dozen kids, and that just really opened our eyes to a world that I guess we knew existed, but we really didn't understand, and especially the depth of what some kids have to endure in order to even, you know, it's the prerequisite to getting in the foster care system for a child, and uh, it really help me recognize the need to open children's minds to what might be happening in the kids that are sitting next to them in the classroom and, and just anybody they would meet. So um, that was a really eye-opening process. Another eye-opening process was from our experience being exchange student hosts. Okay. And especially the two children, our two most melanin-rich exchange student children, and we, we maintain contact with them. The two of them have both taken residency here now in the United States. And as their quote-unquote American parents, we have guided them and had to help them navigate um, racism that just, I, you know, I know people can't see me on the radio, but I'm I'm white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, and I've been fortunate enough to really be able to enjoy the benefits of living in American society. But my kids, I've seen, you know, have issues with the law, have issues with housing, have issues with employment because of who they are and where they came from, and. You know, we, we love our kids and to see them go through these things is just heart wrenching. Mm -hmm. And I hope my book fosters empathy so that the world can start evolving from being as it is right now to being more accepting and understanding and realizing that it doesn't matter what color we are. It doesn't matter what who and what we love. It doesn't matter um, our, 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 our backgrounds. Everybody is human. And I hope my book fosters that in, other, in children, that they start to see the humanity in everyone. Do you think that is one of the biggest problems we're lacking as a society, empathy? Oh, definitely. Very definitely. So hopefully your book will help kids, you know, I feel, I feel like a lot of kids are naturally empathetic. I hope they are, but sometimes for certain situations that they might not understand, maybe this will help them move forward. Is that kind of what you, you expect them to take away and, and just grow into more empathetic adults? 
Definitely. I, I was a child of the 60s. Uh-huh. And I can remember the, the roles that I learned. People who looked different than me were supposed to play. You know, the cowboy and Indian movies, those black and white westerns. Um, just so much is in the world around us and the media that we absorb that teaches children that can sometimes teach children to think other people belong in different niches. And I hope my book helps them to see that everybody belongs in all the niches. Have you had, you've had your book, is it in schools or not? My book just came out last week. Okay. Yeah. So at the moment I'm still working on getting it into bookstores I have had a couple of classroom visits. I have um, a classroom visit tomorrow afternoon and I'll be speaking at different libraries. And if any school or library or bookshop is looking for an author visit, give me, give me a shout. I'd be, I'd be really glad. And in my retirement, now we can travel. So it's, it's, yes, well earned. So do you have intentions of creating more children's books? Are you going to try stuff for grownups? Where do you want to go with your writing moving forward? Moving forward, I want to continue on the vein of exposing the humanity of everyone. Mm -hmm. And I'm already um, about a third of the way through creating a book for young adults, a historical fiction book, because I'm also... A local historian. And this book um, exposes the culture clash between the, the native people of where I live and the Indian boarding school system. And I, I hope that gives young readers an opportunity to see the beauty and the intricate um, social justice systems of some of the cultures that were um, partially or totally annihilated by the colonization of of North America. It seems like you have a lot of firsthand experience, but how do you go about research as you're moving forward to make sure you've got everything in order? Well, the, the native people of my area are called the Anishinaabe, So I was really fortunate in my research to come across an organization that fosters Anishinaabe journalists or anyone interested in writing about the Anishinaabe. And they actually had a syllabus on their website that said, if you wanna understand us, these are the books that we ask you to read. And those have been my touchstones, the the books that I have, found and the books that they have recommended have been just wealths of knowledge and information and depth. And that's where I have done a lot of my research is, is from their syllabus. That's exciting. Um, where can we go to get your book and uh, what can we expect moving forward? All right. To find my book, It is um, available to booksellers through Ingram. Um, You can go to Ingram and and do wholesale publishing or wholesale purchasing through them. For individuals, you could go to any indie bookstore 
and ask them to order my book for you. Or it's also available on Amazon. Excellent. So when I started my book and I was researching titles, at that time, the title, What Do You See?, was not out there for children. Uh -huh. So I, I used that title with the subtitle. We added a subtitle to help um, be more specific with my book. So if you go to Amazon and you type in, what do you see? You're going to get a whole handful. But if you go to Amazon and type in my author name, Nancy okay. Bordine, then you'll, my book will show up. Or you can put in, what do you see, comma, quilts. And, and my book will show up that way. Very exciting. I hope you'll come back and share next for your next project moving forward. I think it's going to be love really that. exciting. Yes, I'd love it too. Thank you so much for sharing your time. Come back. All right. Thank you, Trina. Thank you.